For New England Public Radio's audio files, I'm Jay Cockberger. This boatload of whitewater raft guides and training has just successfully navigated the most technical Class 3 rapid on the Deerfield River. On their fourth lap through this rapid, they're only beginning to understand what it means to work hard on what is affectionately referred to as the hardest working river in America. Ten hydroelectric dams and power stations lay along its 70-mile stretch, from southern Vermont to where it meets the Connecticut River in Greenfield, Massachusetts. With so much of its water being diverted to power the region, it may be a surprise that the Deerfield River is one of the major whitewater destinations in New England. Once upon a time, there really wasn't enough water for this kind of recreation. That's because it wasn't until the early 1990s that the local community came together to demand their fair share of river use. Since then, the community has only grown stronger. Here's Dominic Capozzi, manager of the youngest rafting company on the Deerfield, Berkshire Whitewater. When commercial rafting first started out here in the early 90s, there was an organization called Flow that got together. It was the local owners of the rafting companies, local river users, kayakers, fishermen, biologists. They got together with the power companies and they came up with a fair release schedule where the power companies can release the water so we can meet our commercial needs and recreational needs. That really changed the character of the whole whitewater community out here because it it meant that there was a regular resource where people could paddle all the time. That's Bruce Lessels. He and his partner Karen Blom founded the first rafting company on the Deerfield in 1989, Zor Outdoor. Together, they've watched a community evolve around the river. Here's Karen Blom. So in the 25, 26 year period that we've been here, we have seen an entire industry born with three to four raft companies, lots of private kayakers coming up on weekends, and there's been a lot of overflow into the general community, gas stations, restaurants, lodging facilities. On any given weekend from now through Labor Day, there'll be a few thousand river users between kayakers and private rafters, and also the commercial companies running their trips as well. Dominic Capozzi started his whitewater career on the Deerfield when he was still a student at UMass Amherst. Since then, it's taken him around the world. Just returning from three years abroad, he's found that the vitality of the whitewater community remains as strong as ever. As far as the rafting community is concerned, it's probably a good mix between locals and a lot of college kids. It's a great job for a college kid. We have raft guides from 18 up to 70 years of age. There are various things. There are students, there are teachers, some of them are consultants, some of them are retired. A lot of them work seasonally here and then work for the ski industry in the winter. Raft guides and their guests aren't the only ones using the river. There's also an ever-growing community of kayakers, canoeists, and private rafters. I think it's more of a local population than some other areas. People come as far as New York, sometimes get people from Canada down here. It depends on the water situation throughout the region. The drier things are, the farther people will come. Gabe Porter-Henry is a local kayaker and director of whitewater operations at Berkshire Whitewater. Having grown up in the neighboring town of Heath, he's been a regular on the river all his life. I kayak and I know a lot of the people in the kayak community as well as the rafting community. But, you know, I don't really see a separation or a difference between the two communities at all. They're both dedicated to the river, and they like 
being able to bring other people out and show them the river as well. I think you feel like you need to be a steward for the river and take care of it. I know a lot of paddlers pick up trash when they see it. Bruce explained that he and Karen have used their role in the local whitewater industry to facilitate river cleanups and to foster general respect for the larger community surrounding the river. And, you know, we try to educate our staff and the kayaking public and our guests around issues on the river and don't speed through town, don't litter. If you're going down the river, give the fishermen a wide berth. I think that being a raft guide is also being an ambassador for the area that you're guiding in and the area that you live in. I really love being able to bring people out on the river and show them an experience they wouldn't be able to have otherwise. Oh, sisters, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. And there's absolutely a connection that you get when you go out, you run the river with somebody, and you share that experience that transcends a long time. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down, come on, brothers. When I get on the river, I get on the river to paddle a lot. What I love about it is that it's sort of its own world. I mean, you can be only 100 yards away from the road, but you're in a completely different world. It really kind of takes your mind away from everything else and makes you focus on what you're doing right there. For me, it's being out where it's peaceful and looking for some of the flora and fauna that are along the river. There's bald eagles that are nesting, a lot of migratory ducks. We've seen bears, people have seen bobcats, moose. There's a lot of history on the river. It's a hard-working history, you know, with the dams and the railroad and the Hoosick Tunnel, which is kind of cool. And the Hoosick Tunnel was the longest railroad tunnel in the country when it was built in the 1870s. It goes from Florida, Mass, over to North Adams, about five miles through the mountain. With three rafting companies, thousands of private boaters, numerous artifacts of an industrial history, and the limitless natural beauty of the surrounding region, there's something for everyone on the Deerfield River. It's that kind of river where people really just come and fish, float, raft, kayak, all of it. For NEPR's Audio Files, I'm Jake Hochberger. Audio Files is a production of New England Public Radio, a public audio library of the Western New England experience. Floating down that old river, boy, all my worries far behind. Floating down that old river, boy, leave old memories way behind. Yesterday slowly fade, all my life I've been waiting for this time.